Hello and welcome to Manners Matter 2. This is not your grandma's etiquette. This is real life practical conversations on how to be your best self. Your hosts are myself, Rachna Adianthaya, founder of Create My Change, which focuses on business etiquette, image and personal development coaching. My co-host is Julia Estevi Boyd, international etiquette and protocol consultant with a focus on teaching real life skills important for your professional and your personal success. Hi, Julia, are you there? Hi, Rachna. Yes, I am. How are you? Good. Good to hear from you. How's it um, in Hong Kong? It's okay. It's okay. I'm, um, I'm surviving. I'm sort of climatizing to everything. So things are on the up and up. And how are things with you? Are you sort of surviving the storms? Yes. Yeah. Thankfully, um, getting a, we've just had a lot of rain, but um, fingers crossed it will all be okay. And you know, it's just the nature of the seasons. And <laughs> is it still warm there? Is it still warm? It's it's fairly warm, um, but it's just overcast and rainy. And it's rainy like here it, as well, but very warm. Very. Warm. It's like um, England. <laughs> no, it's not really. <laughs> But that's what everyone everyone says to me. Is this what London's like? like, No, actually, it's it's not this bad. (laughs) It's actually really nice. Is it still t-shirt weather? No, I'm I'm wearing a very light jumper or sweater, as they call it here. Um, No one knows what I mean by jumper. Oh, probably not, of course. (laughs) It's funny because I... I say these things and then I realise, oh, you don't understand that. It's like I keep saying, oh, the boot of the car instead of the trunk. The trunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the bin instead of the trash can. Uh, I, I know, I do that all the time. <laughs> and my kids look at me like, mom, what are you saying? Um, it's just habit. And, you know, I really have to think about it. And then sometimes I'll automatically say, you know, trash. It's, it's like I'm... I'm the hybrid. I'm just, I say whatever comes into my head. So um, there you go. Um, Today we have quite a juicy topic. It's um, all about secrets. Is there etiquette around secrets? I suppose there is, but it's the unwritten rules of etiquette, I would Mm. imagine, no? Um, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. So there's, you know, I suppose everybody knows, you know, you shouldn't. Well, you know, you can keep secrets, but maybe there's a difference between secrets and lies. Um, So everybody has their own boundaries and their own sort of levels of what is acceptable. Um, So there is is an etiquette involved in that then, yes. There really is. I um, I always think that, and this is when when I coach, People say, oh, I've, you know, I have to, I've been told this and it's, you know, it's making me feel uncomfortable. Um, My rule of thumb is always that, is it your story to tell? Um, Because sometimes you're told something, you think, oh, I wish you'd never told me that. Um, And now I've got told it. But ultimately, it's not your story you know, it's someone else's story and it's not your place to 
to tell their story. So um, that's that's the way I see it. I mean, I know it's hard if someone tells you something and you're thinking, "Well, I wish I'd, I wish I'd never known," because now that's blurred my perspective on a certain someone or something that I didn't need to know. What I feel uncomfortable about knowing. Does that? Does that resonate? It does. It makes sense. And actually, another story, yet again, about my husband. (laughs) Your um, poor husband. I know. I hope he never listens to this podcast. (laughs) um, Or any of his friends or my friends. Um, (laughs) So my husband and I have, um, so we have these, you know, good friends. And um, there are a couple. So the husband told my husband a secret. And I didn't know about it. And then the couple told me when the time was right. Um, And at the same time, they told me that my husband had known about it for a very long time. As in, you know, a a few months. Mm. This was quite a big secret. And I was initially really upset. So this... These, this couple had told my husband something in confidence and asked him not mm-hmm. to share with anyone because they wanted to wait until the right time to share it themselves. Mm-hmm. And I was really, really, really upset. And I said to my husband, you know, I'm your wife. Why didn't you tell mm-hmm. me? I'm not going to tell anybody else. You can trust me. You know, you should have told me. And I was, re- I was really quite upset about it because it was such a big thing and it, was, it had been so many months. And then he said, look, you know, I don't want to break someone's trust. It wasn't anything that was detrimental to you. It wasn't going Mm. to affect you in any way. And, you know, I I had to honour that. So it wouldn't have made any difference. I I just didn't share it with you and and that was it. So it took me a little while, you know, of feeling a bit annoyed to sort of come to terms with it and understand it. And then I started to change the way I was thinking and actually felt quite proud of my husband. And obviously, obviously our friends were really happy to know that, you know, the trust hadn't been broken. And I had this real mixed feeling, you know, of being annoyed and sort of, you know, that's not fair. You didn't share that with me and I'm your wife. Then the other extreme of, you know, the other extreme of thinking, well, actually, you know, I'm really proud of you because, you know, Mm. it says a lot about your, your character that you that you actually do that and you keep a secret. Yeah. I think that's I mean, I think that's great. And and he he had a real point there because first of all he was trusted to keep this secret, but secondly, it wasn't detrimental to you. It wasn't yeah. something that would um, affect, affect you. Way. No. And that I mean, I think if it was something that would affect you, then he would be in a really tough position and then that's a different that's a different scenario mm. um and maybe then he would have felt like he did need to tell you um it's 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 you have to you know you have to play each of these as, as it comes and um analyze what you're going to do but I do think if someone's trusted you with something very private um and you've accepted that then that's for you to keep. What I find really tough is when people just, they blurt it out, they blurt something 
highly sensitive out to you. And then, so you've had no choice. They've not said, oh, can I confide in you about something? You think, well, okay, I can say yes or no to this. And what's it about? Um, They just, they blurt it out. And then they say, oh, but please don't tell anyone. And you think, well, okay, but this is, this is sensitive and this is going to affect my friends or, you know, my family. And now I feel like I'm holding on to this. Um, and yeah, I and wasn't given, given the, the choice. Yeah, exactly, I know, I wasn't exactly. given the choice. That's the only thing I would say, if you are someone that wants to confide in someone and tell them something very personal that's going to affect, it may affect, may affect them and their friends or family or um, not, um, give them a choice. Say, listen, I'm, you know, can I, can I confide in you about this? I'm totally happy if you would rather not hear about it. Um, I just really would like an alternative point of view or just, I'd like to hear your point of view. And that way that person can make that choice. I just feel like sometimes it's just thrust upon us and you're like, right now I'm carrying I feel like I'm carrying this burden. Yeah, and they just don't they don't give you the choice to decide, you know, um whether you want yeah. to to have the burden or not. Um Yeah. But there's a there's a diff there's a fine line between lying and keeping secrets. Uh, they can cross they cross lines sometimes because you may know something then that you've found out and then somebody may ask you, Do you know about this situation? And you've been told it in confidence but you can't say anything and then what you do you have to lie and say well actually I don't or how do you deal with that it's that's a tough one it is a tough one because you're right you know you can go yes I do but I'm bound to secrecy which draws Um, more attention to I know know. (laughs) or you just say um you know oh not that I've no, not that I, I'm aware of. Um, you know, try and be as evasive as possible evasive. about it. It's like, if you're that's in a fine. restaurant, that's a good time to leave and go. Oh, excuse me, I must yeah. go and get the check. That's what um, I tell my children: be evasive. <laughs> because I, with my children, I've always, um, I've always raised them really not to tell lies. Okay, I've always think it's, I've always thought it's important to sort of instill these good values from when they were very young. You know, like I remember my, my, yeah. my one of my daughters, you know, with chocolate all over her face and then saying, who took the chocolate without asking? Oh, she point, yeah. pointed at her brother yeah. <laughs> and she was the one that had chocolate in her face. So I always try, you know, from a very young age to sort of say, you know, better to say nothing than lie because lying is worse because it means that the person that you're lying to will lose trust in you and trust is the basis of everything. So I, I love agree. the fact that, yeah, but I love the fact that now, I've got a good relationship with, you know, all my older children and they can share things with me, you know, without the risk of judgment and they can be quite Mm. honest. That said, I'm smart enough to know that they don't or won't share everything with me. You know, I can only imagine what they're doing at university and whatever, but they know they don't have to lie, you know. But sometimes my children have asked me to lie to their father um, about, you know, the time they came home or whatever. And I always say no. no. I say no. We we find a solution somehow that avoids the lie. And perhaps it's being evasive 
or doing yeah. a body swerve to get out of the situation. But it's always better than, than sort of telling a direct lie because it just, uh, you know, it, potential is, is getting, you know, can be worse. It can for, be. And I, I think that um, it's one of those things. I know one particular person that um, she always embellishes on her stories anyway, but um, she, you know, she said, oh, um, I lie about everything, <laughs> very <laughs> brazenly. Uh, <laughs> She's taking ownership of it, that's good. Absolutely, but it was, it was, you know, it was at this party and I remember looking around and, the, you know, everyone's jaws were on the floor because she said, like, I lie about everything. And it just makes everyone think, well, I, we're not going to trust anything you say. Nothing comes out of your ma- mouth because if you're willing to say I lie about everything, it means that, you know, no one on, no one knows whether what you're saying is, is truth or, or lies. Um, and it's, um, I mean, <laughs> there is taking onus. And, oh, it's, it's a tough one. I mean, and I think, and I've been in this situation where, um, especially when you know someone is being unfaithful or you've seen someone being unfaithful to a friend that's a really tough one isn't it yeah what do you do well you keep out keep your nose out of it yeah to the best part is as much as you possibly can I suppose but um yeah that's a toughie that is a toughie because you you know you have a allegiance to a friend but I've not been in that position to be honest I've not had that where I've known something like that and I don't know actually what I would do Mm. I don't know I I have I have but what did you do did you keep quiet did you I um the secret or just turn a blind eye pretend you didn't know I don't know what I would do I mean it would depend I think depend maybe how close I was to the person yeah or how much I knew if I really knew 100% it was true and it was a really good friend, I don't think I could keep a friendship and not say something. Yeah. I it wasn't a really good friend, but it was a friend. I like it, you know, a, someone a friend that I'd well. known and um, fairly well. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, we hung out every day or anything. Um, but I remember... Um, I, I did, I mean, they, they, they split it. I kept my nose out of it. Um, but shortly after they did split up. Um, so I, I'm assuming <laughs> that, um, that he must have, have come clean. Um, but the thing, the hard, the hard thing is, is that, um, he, he wasn't being, he wasn't, he was doing things in public. So I'm sure I'm not the only person that knew about it. Yes, yeah, so you weren't brazen. under any obligation perhaps to. No, and anything. actually I was, I had seen it and I thought, well, next time I see him or if I see him, I will talk to him was my thing. It was just like, you know, oh, I saw you with mm. so-and-so is, you know, I hadn't realized everything okay or something like that. Um, I would never, I would leave it to him to tell 
his um, partner. Um, but actually that happened, that happened fairly quickly afterwards. Um, so luckily I didn't have to do anything in that case. And I, I, I remember getting home thinking, oh, that's really bad. Um, also, I didn't know if they had split up or, I, you know, there's a lot that was, yeah. I didn't know. So you don't want mm-hmm. to go in there. And When you're not closely, if it's not a close friend and you're sort of in the outer circle, mm. then it's slightly different because you don't know what's going on. You don't know yeah. what the couple are going through. You don't know what they've agreed to, if they're on a temporary break or you you don't know any of those sort of ins and outs but if it's your good friend and you know she's just carrying on life as normal and you know something you've seen something and you're 100% certain then I think I think you know you owe it to your friend more than you know to to tell them more than you owe it to the other person to keep their secrets you know well do you go to the other person and say I've seen you and allow them to tell your friend rather than you going to your friend because maybe Maybe. I feel like that's their like you say it's their story they yeah they need to be the one to tell and then obviously if they continue to um behave in that manner then maybe that's when you may want to speak to your friend um it's a difficult it's really difficult it depends on how well you know the person it um yeah you say you don't know you don't know people's relationships you don't know yeah and sometimes even even your closest friends keep secrets as well yeah so they may not be telling you what's going on behind closed doors so you think that because you have coffee with this friend you know two mornings a week Mm. and you you know you have play dates with the children or you go for couples dinners at the weekends uh, that everything's okay but you maybe don't really know what's going on behind you know the closed doors when they, when they go home in the evening you, you you don't know so yeah maybe that's maybe that would be the, the, the best option to tell the other person that you've seen something or you know something and you have to deal with this because I have an obligation to my friend and yeah. I'm going to tell you you know that if, if you have a certain amount of time to sort of deal with this um um otherwise I'm going to have to say something yeah I hope I don't ever have to do that (laughs) it's a it's a horribly awkward thing it's awkward isn't it it is it's awkward and um it's it's just not right and then you sort of you know, you go home and you think, you think in your head, oh gosh, and her and her poor kids, and you know, you have this whole story in your head that's that you you haven't got the full story, so you've just got a snippet that you think this is not right. Um, yeah, it's 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 a tough it's a tough call with that. Um, but lies, I mean, lie. What about lying to protect? Well, sometimes I think, you know, I think most white lies, as people call them, are relatively harmless. So sometimes just evading telling the truth to avoid hurting someone's feelings or to avoid even maybe, you know, like a conflict. Mm. can I think sometimes it's okay, you know, and I, we probably all sort of do it to a certain extent, you know, like... Um, 
do you like my dress? Your friend says, do you like my dress? And she's wearing it and you've just arrived at a party. You're not going to say, no, yeah. I really don't like it. You say, oh, yeah, 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 that's nice. Or like the colour or <laughs> something like that. So, you know, it's relatively harmless and, you, you know, you're just doing it to avoid somebody feeling hurt. Um, yeah. Or, you know, no, I'm not angry that you forgot my birthday <laughs> to someone yeah. else, you know. So I think these kind of things are generally more acceptable to a certain degree by most people yeah because um, we don't want to hear that our dress doesn't look good you know if we can't do anything about and, it and uh, in that scenario with the dress I was thinking just pick something that you really genuinely do like about the dress you don't yeah, have to yeah, lie about it exactly you don't have to say yeah I love your dress oh it's gorgeous you look amazing you can just say oh wow you you really do look great and these earrings are gorgeous yeah <laughs> or whatever comes to your yeah. mind but um you know sometimes you have to do that in life and it's 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 kind of lying this it's not lying as a bare-faced lie it's just you know kind well, of you're, avo- an, you're avoiding avoiding the, um, avoiding <laughs> you're, yeah um because you're actually saying oh you're, you're detracting saying, oh, I love the border of the dress. Or you're, you're being genuine because you genuinely love that part of the dress. It doesn't mean that you don't, you love the entire dress or you love the color or you love it on her. You can just say, well, I, I love this border. It's great. Yeah, yeah, um, and that way you sound genuine. You're acting genuine because you are genuine. It's hard to say, oh, I love something when inside you're like, oh gosh, I know. can't stand it. Um, but I was just something flashed into my mind. I don't know why. Just ugly babies. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your uh, face with a baby and it's really yeah. ugly. I mean, everybody says, "Oh, baby's gone." Now everyone, no, no and babies are really it's, ugly. Oh, <laughs> it's really funny. It's really funny because I look back at photographs of some of my babies. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were the most beautiful babies ever to be born on the planet. When I look back yeah. at photographs, I think, oh, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it took a while for you to, to grow into your face or whatever, oh, you know. Yeah. But, um, no, All but those hormones of, running uh, yeah, around your body at know, the time. You're like, you know. But um, I think some of these fibs or white lies are told just to preserve social harmony and, and you know, keep good relations. So, you know, nobody's ever going to say, oh, your baby's really ugly. Um, although I, my although mother, I, I remember, my mother told me yeah. that um, I don't know which that I have a brother and a sister. I don't know who it was, but somebody passed a, a comment um, about one of us when we were once born, saying, "Oh, a very big mouth or something, or a very big nose or something like that." You know, my mother was really upset. So yeah, you don't say the baby's ugly. You might think the baby's ugly, but um, you you will focus on something else. You say, "My goodness, look at all that hair!" Oh, so small and so cute or whatever <laughs> but you might you just avoid saying so this this it's not necessarily a lie is it you're just not saying it so no it's funny because um i have a friend of a friend sounds sounds dubious isn't it a friend of friend um and um their their relative came up um up to them and said oh your baby's a funny looking thing, isn't it? And she, obviously she's very upset by that. Um, and then, it, you know, this is months later, she said, well, he did have a cone head because he was, you know, having to be suctioned out. <laughs> 
Um, and they, you know, they had to put the uh, little bonnet on him for for a while. But um, you, you see that you sort of laugh about it later. But at the time, it, yeah. yeah, you don't you don't really want to hear that your baby's a funny little looking thing. You think it's the most beautiful baby in the entire world, and you know, <laughs> and that's the that's the beauty of of you know having children and and uh, having all those hormones flooding through your body. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely makes you more sensitive Absolutely. to criticism <laughs> or insults. But, yeah, that's that is very true. That is very true. Um yeah, I was um talking to my daughter who is six and she was um we were talking about lies and you know, it's like lying is bad. Lying is bad. But then we did you know, it was the chocolate cake thing that you had mentioned earlier and <laughs> had this chocolate cake out. And uh, I was telling her the story about her older brother. Um, so my my son, who was, this was years ago when he was three, um, we had a chocolate cake and he couldn't help himself and he just dived in pretty much head first <laughs> while my back was turned. I looked round and he's got chocolate all over his mouth. So I said, Vihan, um, did you have some cake? He went, no. <laughs> oh, and you didn't have any cake no and it was amazing he was like and then I said well what's the chocolate doing around your face he goes oh yeah I had cake <laughs> <laughs> um because you know he just couldn't yeah. and so I was, I was telling my daughter about this story she goes oh my goodness he lied like she was so upset um and it's it's like you say it's those white lies or you know just Sometimes you just um, do things to make someone feel better. But when you're a child, you have, they say that you don't really know what a lie is until, I don't know, I don't know the actual age, but um, you, you cannot lie um, until a certain, your brain isn't formed to lie until a certain age. So for my son, I'd obviously caught him <laughs> at the age where he was like, no, I did not. And I was like, yeah, you got all over your face. <laughs> I know. It, it just made me laugh. Um, I caught my but, daughter lying as well. Actually, one one of my daughters, I, who shall remain nameless, um, we were living in Mexico at the time, and we were part of this sort of country club. And she had tennis lessons, so I would take her to the tennis lessons. Meanwhile, I'd go for a swim, pick her up afterwards, and I can't remember if she had it twice a week or whatever. And after a couple of weeks, I um, there was one day I didn't go swimming. And then I decided just to go watch her playing tennis and she was nowhere to be found. And she didn't play tennis. She'd been skipping it because she didn't like it or whatever happened. So I found oh, out. No. I know. And it'd been, it'd been been a couple of weeks, I think. So I got her in the car and I said, how was tennis? And she said, it was great. <laughs> oh. And you know, what did this and that and whatever <laughs> and then she was caught red-handed in the light and she was absolutely mortified and then she was crying saying well didn't go because of this and I, what did you do she was yeah sat in a corner somewhere so caught red-handed you know telling the truth is easier lying is exhausting and then the worry and stress of being caught you know she must have been worried what if my mother catches me? What if my mother finds out? Or maybe she didn't. Maybe she just thought, well, my mother will never know. <laughs> but uh, Well, the horrible thing about the lies is it just they then um, multiply, don't they? Yes. And you end up yeah. um, in this huge Telling web of lies. Lie. Yeah. Web of lies, and that, yes. Yeah. 
and that's the worst thing. So, I mean, I guess, you know, just don't lie. Just don't lie. <laughs> unless, you're, unless you're commenting on some. And, and actually, you don't ever have to lie, even if you, like you say, you don't like something. If you're put on the spot and they said, you know, do you like my outfit? You can, you can always pick something that you do like. You can always, um, so you're not lying. Yeah, you can you're not putting yourself avoid, into a. You can avoid, um, you know, you can just think as giving the honest opinion and telling the truth going to be hurtful or helpful. Yeah, and you know, how do I, how do I, how do I do it? Just avoid telling the, the sort of downright lie. <laughs> I mean, because you don't want to be hurtful. Yeah, I mean that's be, not the that, that's the thing. You don't want to be hurtful, but sometimes it, sometimes you just need to be evasive and. You know, um, mm. withhold the truth to a certain extent. I mean, it's it really depends on the circumstances and whatever. You know, my husband will blatantly tell me if I'm wearing something he doesn't like it, <laughs> and that's okay. And I get upset <laughs> because I've bought something and I like it, and he doesn't. But you know, that's yeah. okay. But it's, it depends on your circumstances and who you're talking to, and you don't ever tell somebody their baby's ugly. <laughs> no that's that's definitely yeah. rule number one never tell someone their baby is ugly um no I, I agree and your husband like you have that honesty and truth in that relationship whereas if you know like, it's a friend and like oh do you like something and um you know they or they're just about to leave for um they're about to leave and you think well if I say oh actually I like the other one better or another dress it's gonna derail them you just go you look you know you look radiant because they probably do so so go with the stuff that you can be honest and genuine about because that makes a big difference plus it's your opinion and Mm-hmm. Your opinion is not the same as everyone's opinion. Yeah, it's not, not necessarily so, the right one. It's just a different yeah, one, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. So you yeah. don't have to, you know, you don't have to worry yourself about, you know, well, I didn't. Because some people can be brutally honest in terms of, and that's honestly coming from their own opinion. So they, they'll be, say, you know, they'll say, no, I think that color's awful on you. And, uh, and they're not really thinking about the person or how that's landing and how that's making them feel and if you think about it if they're about to go to an interview or something you say well actually that color's terrible on you and if it was me I would have cut your hair Mm. telling them at the 11th hour is not helpful so they have to go in anyway and you've just cut them there's a time and a place there's a time and a place for direct honesty sometimes it's it's necessary but there's a time and a place for maybe little white lie if you have to or just being evasive or detracting you know to something else whenever it comes to you know buying clothes and things for myself and I'm not quite sure I always ask my daughter's send photos to my daughters and whatever, and they're all brutally yeah. honest. <laughs> and then the yeah. messages come back on WhatsApp. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> what, not your husband? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't ask my husband. He just tells. <laughs> I That's really the worst him. is when I've had that situation where I've worn something that I really like and he will say, oh, I don't know. It's a bit shapeless on you. He doesn't really like shapeless things. Mm-hmm. And I get that. Um, but I really like it, so I wear it anyway. <laughs> 
Well, and would I you think- wear it again? That's the question because my husband told me one. I remember not that long ago I had a blouse on and he said oh you're wearing that I said yes I do not like it <laughs> you love that comment you're wearing yeah. that and he said well oh. mm, so it's not the nicest I've seen you nicer but I was like <laughs> okay I've never worn it since it was quite expensive actually I've never worn it since ever I can't bring myself to wear it so would you wear it again if you said something I would I would but probably more like a day outfit than a than an evening like not for something that I really want to be looking um great if you're not with him if you're not with him (laughs) if I'm not with him it does I know what you're saying it it does mar it for me I I think oh this clearly because I'm 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 five four I'm not particularly tall and then I love these sort of long flowy sort of maxi dresses in the summer and his whole and he's absolutely right here He's like, oh, but it just doesn't do much to your shape because it just hangs. That's the point um, of a maxi dress. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, that's the point. I want to be really comfortable (laughs) and it just flows and I can breathe. And I'm I'm not in my skinny jeans. It's great. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I, I think he, you know, he likes things more structured and more tailored. And I like things a little more bohemian sometimes, especially in my in my spare time. I mean, when I'm working, I wear more structured clothes, but when I'm out and about. I like to just have something flowy. And, and it doesn't, he's right, it doesn't do much for my shape because that's what the style is. is. Yes. Um, yeah. Just what it is. But, um, yeah. It, it it is hard because once someone says, "Oh, that's not great on you," you do sort of think, "Should I wear it?" <laughs> or should, it'll just it'll just hang in my wardrobe for a while. Um, so, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. But people's people's comments can have an impact on you. Um, they can, and you know, so honesty is honesty is always good. You know, so honesty is always better over lying. But I would say mm. maybe. You don't always have to be honest. You just don't have to say anything. <laughs> you know, you just, just don't have to. Instead of saying, oh, I don't like your top, um, or lying and saying, I think your top looks great, then just don't say anything. Yeah. Just say, oh, your hair looks nice tonight, <laughs> or something <laughs> instead. Change the subject. <laughs> just oh, look, don't, what's you know, that? Don't say anything. Um, yeah. So takeaways from today then, I think, I don't know. Ask yourself some questions about whether, you know, it's the right thing to do with holding the truth or not. If somebody's having an affair and you know about it, um, how would you feel if somebody lied to you and withheld the truth from you? Um, If you're withholding the truth, are you hurting someone? Um, Giving an honest opinion, is it telling the truth? Is it going to be hurtful or helpful? Um, I think... Telling and the also, truth is if, yeah, and if you're asking for an opinion, uh, be aware that someone might give you an honest opinion. And so when you, you what you yeah, want to hear. And when you ask, be aware that that's a that's a person that may just tell you very openly and honestly what they think. So be okay with that. Otherwise, yeah. just don't ask. Be com- yeah. comfortable with where you are at because there's a real possibility that that could happen um so all these things on there it's a, it's a difficult one to navigate but um it is but i think at the yeah. end of the day 
gently telling the truth is easier. I think lying is exhausting. But yes. again, depends on depends on whether it's a biggie or not. Yeah. As always, thank you for listening. We love hearing from you. If you have any topics or suggestions that you would like to be covered, please reach out to us at Manners Matter 2 or follow us on Instagram and Facebook and you can subscribe on the links below. See you next time and remember, be nice and Manners Matter 2.